All right, all right. Got some bonus content for you. Right before Coach Evan took off to go home to the West Coast, we sat down and squeezed a little recording, a little recap of the Hurricane Larry swell, specifically the peak day on Friday. Was epic. Oh my God. Big shout out to all the photographers. Andrew Blauschild, Joe O'Connor, Tom Lagrega, Mike Hauer, Benjamin Chateauvert. Is that how you say it, dude? Sorry if I messed it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna put these photos together on a little post on the Surf Continuum site. Go check it out. TheSurfContinuum.com forward slash Hurricane Larry. Oh man, it was a special day. Let's get into it. Ah. <sighs> Okay, how do we start this one? By sparking the doobie. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about Hurricane Larry. He was a good one. What I really liked about this one is how how uh, clear it was that it was a well-defined, uh, really balanced, really powerful storm way, way the hell out there, you know, like long before uh, it was anywhere up in our swell window. and also how there was so much uh, um, uh, hype <laughs> it was definitely a lot of hype but no how much there was so how there was so much uh, agreement agreement that's the word right. from all the models like it wasn't like oh it's gonna go to the the Caribbean no it's gonna go this way no it's right, gonna crash right. into Florida it, they were all Consistent. looking so good and yeah. pointing right up towards us so that's always pretty exciting yeah well I mean my my style I guess I learned it from Uncle Anth is like really downplay a swell and only you know just hope for the best and kind of secretly think all those thoughts oh I hope it's the best ever yeah, yeah, I hope yeah. the winds are great I hope it's sunny I hope you know all those, all those you know all the little <laughs> things that you talk about I hope all all the you know, all of our favorite peeps are in the lineup, all those little things. Um, but it really ended up being all all those things, you know, and we got a really nice, like, long build up to the swell. Like, what was it? Wednesday, Thursday. Even Tuesday Thursday. evening. Remember Tuesday evening, we had a bonfire on the beach and we were watching some of the crew go surf long, long, long front runner lines that were only you know, hitting the buoy at half a foot to a foot, right. you know, but the result was a knee to waist high, long line. It's just, there's something beautiful about it to me to see that long interval energy wrap around a, a piece of geography or land. It's just so, it's stunning, it's, it's gorgeous. So even when it's that small and only just the beginning, it's really exciting to see, like, it's on the way, it's yeah, coming. Yeah, there's just so much. It's so hard to kind of control yourself and keep your expectations down because um, there's a lot riding on the swell, you know. I changed my ticket. We were putting everything off, you know. Now, again, work and all the stuff off and just trying to chase and find swell. And um, so what, that was? That was Tuesday, Wednesday. Tuesday. Wednesday, we kind of kept it light, you know. We were like, which turned out to be the best decision ever because it really did pump. You know, you never can be certain there are these like variables like is it going to be too long of an interval for a place like long island that has a big old continental shelf you know basically going to shoal the waves for so many more miles than you really would like you know and it kind of kills the energy and we know that from experience that at times long interval swells kind of arrive sort of i don't know like a little 
lackluster, a little anticlimactic, you know? Right, and just those things, you know, not kind of mushy, kind of slopey. Yeah. You know, and everybody's been talking about it so long and looking at all the models, and it kind of started out looking like that. Yeah. We went right up to the top and and checked it up there where it usually is the biggest, you know, and most raw, and it really wasn't happening. It looked pretty, like, super sleepy sometimes. Mm-hmm. So we, boom, busted, busted a move, went on the search again because we had the opportunity to jump on a boat and go to a ho- do a whole nother surf trip, you know, right around Montauk. So we really did want to see if Montauk was going to offer up the goods. We were going to stay at home and be boots on the ground, get to get to scour this place and, and get it the best we could. And luckily, we pulled up to the to the cove and got to see... I mean, it's a pretty easy decision to make. Stacked, stacked set of like eight giant left-handers that are usually breaking way, way far away from me. They were pushing and breaking almost all the way to the stairs where right. we're standing. And we're like, oh my goodness, like where do you even paddle out? You got to paddle out all the way down the here. The whole bay is walled out. And, and paddle all the way up to it. So anyways, it was just like, wow, you cannot look at something like that and turn away and say, oh, I think it could be better somewhere else. Right, right. It's just something we've already done in the past <laughs> and chased our tails and got into a weird head st- space and not, and not been just appreciative of what we have right here and now and let's go f- feast and then... We can reassess and figure out what goes on later. There's something so, like, okay, I don't know what it is, but, like, when you look at waves before you go in the water versus when you look at them when you're in the water versus when you look at them after the fact, like, say, a photograph or a video. And it happens to me all the time where you look at it, and I don't know if it's the expectation or the hype in your head, but you're like, oh, it's not quite this or not quite that or... You know what I mean? And thank God we have that maturity by now to have made enough mistakes to know like you just go surf the big left that is pretty offshore and it's good enough in all the check boxes. But to be quite honest, there were aspects of it that I was like, ah, it's a little burly, it's a little raw. It didn't look like it had like that really groomed perfection to it. Perfect line, yeah. Yeah, And, and anyway, like you said, we didn't care. We saw that and it's like, you don't leave waves to find ways. Go suit up, paddle out. As it turns out, it was epic, offshore, clean and groomed, you know? It's just so far off that it's, I guess, hard to judge. I don't know what there it is, but- There was nobody it, out, you know? The sun had just come up. There's only a few, you know, one or two other people looking at it even. So that changes the whole dynamic. When, mm. when there's people out and you're seeing them take off and get great rides, way lo- That's a different thing, you sure. know? You're definitely all about it, but this is one of those days where could just you know again we we've seen enough good waves to look out and be and classify them pretty quick that's a good wave we're going we yeah, gotta go yeah, surfing yeah, yeah. right now we have to do that we that can't. that right there in my face um, um you know what's a really i gotta take us off the track for a second so we'll put a bookmark in you know that first session all lefts did you go right once nope there wasn't a right out there maybe there was but not as good as those left so it was just the left hunt um, putting a bookmark in session one. We only had two sessions. They were just two mega sessions, four hours long each. <gasps> I gotta bring up how you almost weren't here for this swell. Yeah. I you, said, I thought I said something you about You did, but change. we gotta explore that a little more because for me, that was a really scary thought. 
you know, that I, I'm looking at this swell and, you know, not trying to hype, but also be realistic. I mean, a giant Cat 3 storm is pointing at us and right. coming towards us and making waves all these days in a row. And you're scheduled to leave, like, the first day it starts hitting when it's still going to be relatively small. Yeah. So I remember just being like, oh, maybe consider changing your ticket. But I understand if you can, you know. Right. That was the, that was the tactic. And luckily, I'm always, you know, always got more shit to handle than I ever think I need <laughs> time, right. you know, need to make time for. So it was, like, pretty clear, pretty quick. Like, that was going to be a serious push to get all that stuff done by Wednesday and then... Thursday, Friday, we're looking to be epic here, so I had to make the call, had to get clearance from the boss lady, <laughs> and um, and changed my flight, and it was such, you know, it was absolutely the call to to have a send off like that, you know, with with these memories in the in the bank for um, you know for summer. 2021 that's a pretty damn good way to go out yeah it was happy about it it was one hell of a staff party um (laughs) all right so let's let's go back we're we're back at this left it's bombing coach ev was a standout oh my god way up at the top on his hand-shaped 8-1 gun that's been hanging in my house for like what two years now yeah and occasionally gets to come down and go out there and and, and do the job. Yeah, and it well, certainly did today. You're gonna you're gonna see these pictures. That's for sure. Yeah, it's, it it really does make that you've got to have something solid in your quiver to when Mother Nature really steps up her game and she's staring you down. You have some, you know, you have you have a, a tool that you can go and, and feel confident with. Like I just felt so confident the whole day with that board that it really changed the whole game. I really like what you said about the gladiator coliseum thing. It's more like a weapon, you know, the way you said it. Like right, being yeah. a gladiator, going to fight the titans or the, you know, the just the wicked wild mythological creatures and animals out there. And uh, the, well, the next spot we'll talk about had more of the arena effect, you know, more of the Coliseum effect where right. we, we knew we were being watched when we had a big wipeout and a big make. And it was just right, an exciting right. feeling to see always a crowd on the cliffs, you know, up there just like taking it in. Is, it really was a spectacle. Oh my gosh, we're, so, so we get suited up really quick. We know, we know what boards we want and blah, blah, blah. Actually, I did want to ride my 7.6. Oh, that's that right. first session, but it wasn't waxed up like a kook. Oh. So, oh no, I didn't have it. No, you didn't Cap have it. Have that's it. right. That's right. But you, no, kook but you loop. did have it. We got it. We had to give him his board so he can go on the boat if he wanted. Right. Okay. So, so we, we dropped the it. boards, got your seven six that wasn't waxed, and I couldn't. I couldn't not like go get right in, in the water. water. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, Thank I'm God, going with the eight. One. I wouldn't have been able to wait for you. No way. Yeah. No way. You you would have been out there freaking scoring for whatever thirty minutes before I got out there. I would have done the fastest wax job of all time. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we get suited up real quick. We know what boards we're riding. We're just, you know, drinking a bunch of water. We had our little towel and some water and some things to jam down there onto the beach. Um, and you know now, by the time we got suited up and walked down, now the stairs are lined with people. You know they're watching, and there's probably like 20 people out mm-hmm. by now. Yeah. And you know, crowd does matter, but doesn't really matter on these days. We know that there's so much water moving around. Um, there's so many people out there on the wrong boards that they really aren't in the equation. Mm. The only equation they're in is they're usually on the inside 
while you're taking off and you have to be they're in your field of vision so you do they can take you off a little bit of of the prize but again it's so important just to be like totally confident in yourself and just in these big waves you just gotta go like half the time you see the wave and then you turn around to position yourself better and by the time you look back it's like on you and it's time to make the decision yes or no it happens so so quick you know uh, you don't have time to to really position too much more than where you're at because they they pop up so quick and I mean some of them are just like already feathering <laughs> running, right, right. running at well, you. Well when you're in the right spot for sure that's the way it is you know like when it's ledging up behind you whew, the lift is just it's a different speed you know you really it's something I, I really want to get used to even more and be, I just want to ride waves like that oh, more, you know? Oh, no, really, that's what we always come away from these sessions. Like, for one, we were more satisfied with our with our overall day and how much water time we spent and the boards we were riding and, and the waves that we caught. Um, but then it, it always happens. We start looking back and we're like, we want, we want, to, we want to do over. I mean, I, I'll take that day no every single (laughs) every single day of the week but um we know we can just dial that in more and more and it's it you only get to do it so few times a year you know Mm -hmm. i mean that place hasn't broken like that and what i mean ever really yeah similar nice but as big yeah as as right that first session as big as 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 clean as open as that not in a long time right sort of like that in ways yeah kind of occasionally it happens but yeah not often enough to really truly feel comfortable and build upon the last you know you really have to which is going to be a good theme that we'll conclude with on on how how do we prepare ourselves for these kinds of days right as people who spend time well especially me you get to surf a little bit heavier water more frequently than i do yeah uh, and that's why i'm so excited to get out there no matter what when I'm out there, you know, like that's my chance to get a little training in right, and some right. heavier water. But on the East Coast, it's really few and far between events where you get to be in that kind of water. And you feel like most of the time that you're out there, you're really just only starting to get comfortable, but not right. really, yeah. you know, like it, it takes quite a bit of forcing to, to get your waves and to really put yourself in the spot. And then even still, you come away from it like, oh, I could have been deeper. I could have been could have taken the bigger one that I turned over and like decided not to. Yeah. Um, okay. So anyway, yeah, that first session, all lefts, all on the backhand, since we're both regular footers, I, I just remember feeling like I better get my waves in. Cause I knew that the next spot we were going to go to as the wind was forecasted to shift, it was going to make the spot we were at kind of turn off and, yeah. and start turning on the, the, the next spot we were going to go to. Right. But we had already been there that morning early at dawn, and we knew that it was kind of slow, and we were getting reports from people who had been there and came to where we were surfing saying how crowded it was. So it was like we had said to each other out there, like, oh, better really like keep it up and get our waves in here because then we can go there and be calm and not be all like flustered and, and still wanting to feast. You yeah, know? Like fired we, up to get waves after waves. So we stayed out there, you know, we like pushed through, you know, maybe at the two and a half hour mark. That's probably when we had that little yeah. powwow. And, you know, these days it's like big and offshore and then all of a sudden it'll, they'll, they'll be like a gust and, and the wind will change a little bit and it changes the whole ball 
field you know like mm-hmm. the playing field is so different just the little ribs in the in the way face and and just the chatter that you have on the face you can't set your line and pump the same way you would do and make section so it scared a lot of people off like really really quick as soon as the wind started to change and we stayed and then all of a sudden it did another little clock clock more back to how it was originally mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden it's half the crowd mm-hmm. and then and back to the way it had just been condition wise and luckily the the current was full on at all these spots so this was another way that we really stayed strong and were able to 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 be in position for the best ways you know a lot of really solid set ways was we were constantly paddling you know just basically the whole day we're we're saying that we logged eight hours in the water like legit ones paddling and all that time we were we were actually paddling we sat up if you sat up you just like drift away Mm -hmm. out of position done sitting up was like a momentary thing you know like seconds long before having to lay back down and paddle especially because the fire in the heart was like so high and hot that it was just like oh i can't just sit here you know like you got to keep moving and thank god there was a current so you did have to keep moving and like kind of spend off a little of that buzzing anxiety to like get another bomb or something well Um, that we the kind of the theme for this session is something that we've been working on which is like turning more under the lip turning earlier committing earlier to the wave like clawing your way to stay more mid face on on the the entirety of the wave face so that your drop is actually less critical right on a more critical wave and sets you up better for like a tube or just better for and just to have more of a composed takeoff you know when it's late or critical because you're hesitant and waiting to judge the wave and basically doing what beginners do on one to two foot waves right you have the same kind of takeoff beginners have on one to two foot waves right it's like whoa ah," you know catch my balance ah whoa i almost fell as opposed to that confident just full commitment go now stay with the wave have the wave meet you with the same power that you're applying like equivalent you know lift you so gracefully and smoothly and then stand up with this much more it feels slower you know it's probably not slower but it feels slower because you're just in a better place on the wave and and going with the wave rather than free falling from the top to the bottom or something you know some version of not fully committed to the wave when you're fully committed to the wave, the takeoff is as comfy and good as it can be, even on a really critical part of it. That's that's the counterintuitive part, right? You know, that being in the the scariest part of the wave, the gnarliest part, the most powerful part, is the hardest, but actually it makes it easier. Way easier. That's how I've gotten the best waves in my life, right there. Mm-hmm. Is I can pinpoint, you know, a bunch of them. I turned around much earlier than I normally would. I didn't paddle out to greet it, and then have to do this wicked sitting turn as I'm getting like already pulled up the face and then I only have one, two, three strokes and then I just gotta pop to my feet no matter what. Mm -hmm. Whereas like you were talking about matching the pace, then you get that gliding sensation. You're gliding in, you're you're just pushing the board down and away from you and like sliding your feet into position instead of getting hung up, extended, how we saw so many people and ourselves go down on these big waves were those times that we didn't commit early, got extended, 
got shook. Right, right. And got one. And tried to like claw into the wave from behind the ledge rather than just be in front of it and under it, you know. Um, okay, so yeah, we surfed that, that session a little bit longer than we would have otherwise because we're thinking we got to get our wave count in. We got to make sure we're fully satisfied already so that we can go to to the next spot and be like super cruisy and have the right mindset to be able to wait for good waves and however long it took well I come home have lunch get over there new spot and like just just as the ocean is coming into view the first thing i see is the most epic offshore in the sunny day white tail off the top lip throwing through the air and i was like I, I like froze for a second. Couldn't hardly believe it. I'm like, oh my gosh. Walk up, realize there's another one and another one out the back. Okay, a little low. Okay, another set. It's Full like pulsing. Su- giant sets. Giant sets. Lines going from, you know, they're like a mile away and the, the, the lines are coming all the way. The same line is coming all the way to us. And um, we're trying to have conversations with people, but we can't really because <laughs> the waves are going off and our friends are losing their shit. Um, and, and we're like, again, we're like, we got to get on it like right now. That's that's the this just the surfer in us. Like anything can change in a minute. So mm-hmm. we got to go get some of that right now. Um, same board, same situation, basically just the biggest boards that we had. Right. I had an eight one. Um, quad pintail wide point forward um, and coach Chris had his magic carpet 7.6 you know speed egg t- today you know that day it absolutely was a speed egg I think I wish you would have gotten clocked on that thing um, you were full absolutely flying and um, like let's let's talk a little bit about the paddle outs the paddle out wasn't even that bad well no no Could've it wasn't been could have been pretty terrible. Could have been, yeah. And I definitely had like I uh, my very first paddle out. I was paddling out through a set, but way inside of the set. But it was just the beginning of realizing what kind of power was out there. You know, like these sets that had already dissipated all the way through. You know, a couple hundred yards away from me are still like really powerful. So that always is like, you know, you do the measuring. Like, okay, so this wave a hundred yards further out to sea and it's like wow that's a lot of power <laughs> yeah absolutely it like ripped my earplug out like my first duck dive and again it was just a white water yeah because right. we timed it pretty good we had to take one solid white water on boom and then there was a little gap and then we got to just shoot kind of through the inside you know skirt a little bit of having to paddle all the way out and around skirted a little section but it was just so clear i mean the the way that those lines were coming in and also like we had we saw sets this is always a good judge of what's going on out there we saw sets come in and just clean everybody up Mm. so that's like a pretty good indication that you're gonna get caught for one and it's pretty tricky out there you know because there's a lot of people playing it safe out there and they were getting mopped up Mm -hmm. from the out even the outside guys were getting mopped up so i was like oh no duly noted um and we almost and we did absolutely get get cleaned up in such a big way whether it be on the inside um or on the outside but i mean our paddle out was was pretty minor and that's kind of something that we talk about with with montauk is like it it puts a lot of people in sketchy positions you know right in situations and we also talked about like you know, it's okay on those days. If you paddle out, there's been plenty of days where Coach Chris and I paddled out 
and we knew we didn't want to have anything to do with the top part of the wave um, with hardly any wave and so it was basically like a new plan which was take in all this information and what it really feels like to be out here on days like this but how am I going to get in safely like there's so many people out there that really that you could tell they really didn't want to be out there and they were just probably just dreading go you know going in and having to catch one of these waves and having to get caught by one of these waves and pushed in mm -hmm. so um i think that's actually something good for listen listeners to understand like it's not always about just charging out there no matter what if you don't have the right equipment if you don't have the right mindset if you haven't been in the water and training for this then this might be the best your best opportunity is to learn a lot from watching yeah yeah right on that is so true like just because you can paddle outside like if there's a big old channel doesn't mean you should be out there it's it's a serious consideration point but uh yeah because how many people like you said were out there that fully should not have been they were a risk themselves and other people and it was it's just sketchy and you know we, we talk about this a lot like what's the best way for us to like educate these people you know right. and this is where Coopcast comes from this is where the surf continuum comes from is like how do we help these people and help ourselves so that we don't have to deal with them in the lineup right. when they shouldn't be in the lineup um so we just got out there and we just started <laughs> doing laps we just started doing laps we just wanted to pick off you know anything to kind of feel the power i picked off like there was there was teepees there were lines that came in and broke up at the top and then let you out and then you could just make it back out to the to the lineup and keep surfing the top and then there was certain ones that only broke down at the end bowl there were and then there was ones that basically like closed out everything mm -hmm. the whole bay just closed out from top to bottom you know uh, and what? then there was i got a couple that i took off from the outside and made it all the way through to the in all the way through to the inside no way yeah from the very top from to the very top oh epic and i saw a couple of them come in and like the way that the lines were coming together i was like you know if you were on the right board and if you got in from the top and you were just absolutely flying i think you could make that one of them i didn't make but i ended up pulling into that last section and i got the got the you know the vision which, huh. which i really wanted that day because we saw some absolute giant ultra giant barrels that like everybody nobody wanted a part of yeah. tom wanted a part of them he he was hunting them but he wasn't standing tall in in the ones that we were all looking at saying do i have what it takes to stand inside that thing yep yep and it's really just a strength of heart and mind more than anything because we certainly can do it physically we're the athleticism to do it but it really takes something in you to just like push you there to do it you know because yep. where you have to be to catch that wave and what you have to achieve and overcome in your mind is it's a lot right it's a lot and and we saw we still got to keep working on it absolutely um, but after all that man what a session tons of waves another four hour session because obviously you can't get out of that if it keeps on going like that you just keep on surfing it um one thing we were you know reflecting back on is how valuable 
all of our sessions this summer with our students in one foot onshore slop shit where we're going come on you got to be out there training you got to be because that swell's going to come and you want to be fit and preaching yeah. and preaching and preaching and little do we know we're preaching ourselves and doing the same thing with them yeah you every know? day in the water press up press up press up shitty wave day oh nothing really to ride well great day to practice our paddle outs you know yeah. and how how efficient can we be getting through waves getting all that little training it it sounds ridiculous but those one to two foot waves and those millions of reps of pressing up over and over hour after hour really paid off for us it was such a it was such a proud moment for me to feel like wow we could do those two four hour sessions in serious surf because we had the stamina the fitness the you know the surf fitness specifically put in all that time and yeah. it's, you know it's mostly paddling it's mostly paddling you know it's mostly um, paddling yeah and and that's what that's what we did and, and usually i mean i've never i don't think i've ever surfed that much in one day yeah and especially in that um, that kind of water and kind of in that kind of ocean and if i had i thought i would have been absolutely trash but i my body felt good even afterwards um you know definitely gassed out completely but just like no no real complaints you know right um and then even the next morning, I was like, how in the world do I feel this good? Because I definitely got into a couple, ac you know, car accidents yesterday, just getting absolutely <laughs> mauled and, and, you know, no control over my limbs. Just one, one of on the inside, one of those waves that that I lined up from the outside and I was coming through and I was like trying to set up the tube and I was waiting for it to throw and then finally it didn't th it like threw halfway and then my goofy ass tried to straighten out and then the lip just guillotined me like caught me hit me in the shoulder and in the arm and I did get a little hop off and a little dive but then that one I got super mowed down like I didn't get spat out the back on that one I had another I had another one of those drops where I finally just set like just sent to Hail Mary I was late I was running for the shoulder and turning at the same time and then just pushing down and committing and like got extended and then snap back too and then like the snap back I wasn't low enough and it started throwing me off and I <laughs> and like it was it was all taking me down so I did have a time a second to like jump off and uh like have my my hand and forearm out and and I was able to penetrate and get pushed out the back and that was out the back you know and bomb so I got super lucky on that one I was just like free pass oh my goodness Ugh. that was when the wind the wind came up and did something really weird where it started running these ribs like corduroy at a diagonal up the face and you would be paddling and setting up these waves and sometimes you'd be on the back side which you didn't want to be on that side because now you got like this speed bump in front of you mm -hmm. when you're trying to take off and go down the line but sometimes it would be behind you and it would kind of cup you and scoop you and and shoot you into the waves into the drop it was really cool yeah yeah you could use it as a little chip cross section converging peaks you know chip shot into the wave and then one of them it was like that that was when I, I was thinking about going in because I took off on a bomb and I got a little bit sideways and I had to let the board do that little side slip 
and it was mostly because of those those ribs and i almost got like bucked off and i was like oh i don't know if i'm into this like mm -hmm. it's it's hard enough to take off on these waves where you're supposed to when the the offshores are just running right off the face but as soon as the moguls and the weird chops and shit start getting involved i was like oh i might call it and then you look over and there's like 40 minutes left of of light of sun you know sun's just gonna be going down and we were like oh it's just the best to be in the water for sundown on an epic day and the and the offshores were blowing out the back like i don't know a hundred feet in the air and a hundred feet off the back of the wave so yeah. when you had to duck dive one or pull back from one that feeling of it just raining down on you so hard and you can't see anything so you're kind of paused for a second i mean if you know what's good for you you probably get back down on your board and start paddling towards the horizon because a lot of times there was a even another big one, big one yeah, yeah that you need to get under um but it really was a spectacular day just mother ocean putting on a show like really we've hardly ever seen um just the the size of the waves and the intensity and the length of ride and and the low crowd you know towards the end really the whole time you know you could really go out there and get any wave you wanted you could get the biggest best set wave because there was 10 an hour or something like that it was incredible mm. the ratio of good waves that were coming in out there and then there was we saw at least 10 tens come in that oh, were, for went sure. un, unridden completely unridden giant giant uh freight training tube that was like you know just double overhead and then pitching out just so far and clear i mean it, it, if you were standing in there there's no way it would ever could ever touch you you know you'd just be in the heart of the the eye of it yeah yeah it was it was a special day and what you know we came away from it with a really awesome conclusion just in 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 keeping with the theme of coop cast and and the surf continuum just you know we already touched on the first part of it how just all that little wave training made us remi re remember and and remind ourselves that when we're out there with our students we're gonna be driving you hard because that day it is coming right you know and you need to get ready for it and we can't be all moseying on out there talking about like just simple little thing we want to also train and continue training because we don't get to do that a lot so like I said earlier we just got to stay on it keep surfing little waves acting like they're ten-footers and then uh, so this, uh, you know what I really love too is the second part of the re the conclusion, uh, the, our our realization of all this is like, after that day, looking back on it, we're still not happy. Yeah. We're still like, ah, oh, shit, I should have been deeper on that one. Totally. I should have done. I should have drawn that out longer, so I would have been deeper in the. I should have. I should have. I should have. Yeah. And that's the beauty of surfing. That's the beauty of it. That no matter how good you get, you always wish to be better. You always aspire to continue on that journey. That's of like getting better and it only happens through the training when the waves aren't that glamorous when they aren't that epic where you aren't getting a million pictures of yourself you know dropping in on bombs straight up we're right there with you peeps we're slogging through it you know and and uh it it pays it pays to be prepared hell yeah nice work out there coach you you